mentored by some of the best minds in entrepreneurship in the world, then you're listening to the right podcast, Ditch Digger CEO. We're going to be interviewing CEOs and founders who will be telling their amazing rags to riches stories. These entrepreneurs who dominate the industries they serve will be sharing the secrets to their success. We'll be talking to millionaires and billionaires, many who started with nothing. You're going to be mentored with golden nuggets of shared experiences from my guests, whose time is worth thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars per hour. I started in the paving business right out of high school. And with no college education, mentorship has been my education of choice. I started over 25 companies in the last 20 years, have generated over $1.5 billion in revenues. My guarantee is this. If you listen to Ditch Digger CEO and you want to be more successful, you will become more successful. The secrets of my success and for many of the world's greatest business leaders will be revealed. Let Ditch Digger CEO mentor you. Hey, welcome everyone. We got a very special episode today. Uh, this is going to be our checking in with Gary uh, episode. We also, as always, have uh, Joey on the line. So the, the purpose of these episodes is to you know really get into Gary's world and talk about all the cool things he's working on and, and focused on. You know his seed businesses, Raybine Group. Uh, you know his his path towards becoming the the first commercial paving company to reach a billion dollar valuation. All kinds of fun stuff. So, hey Gary, how are you? Doing great. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for the intro. Hey, uh, so here, uh, you know, <clears throat> a few things I look at in life, right? I look at uh, you know faith and family is number one. First thing that I I really think about is is am I doing a good job with that? And I think I got a lot of work to do there. Um, in all these categories, always got a lot, a lot of work to do. I think that keeps me energized. But faith and family, I want my family to to, to con continue to grow as leaders and uh, and stay close to, to our faith as well. Make sure that their, their faith in God is uh, continues to to be stable and strong, and and hopefully get stronger every day for each one of our lives. Um, you know, secondly, I, I look at uh, you know fighting for freedom and free enterprise. I want to do that the rest of my life. Uh, you know, I, I believe that we're we're losing freedoms in our country, in the state of Illinois, in a big way, and our country, America, in a big way as well. So I want to do everything I can to really engage with the organizations, the national organizations, as well as the local organizations that I'm, that, that, I'm, that I help out with or or get on boards and lead. So I'm, I'm going to be very uh, engaged with uh, a couple things uh, locally and regionally. But the one thing that I'm going to get involved in a big way over the next uh, year or two years is going to be. Um, Job Creators Network, um, JCN, Job Creators Network, I and mean, we're constantly fighting for freedom and free enterprise. We've had some big, big wins over the last few years. Um, that you know, one against the vaccine mandate, Biden, Biden's uh, vaccine mandate that affected over 80 million working Americans would have had to take the vaccine if we didn't win that lawsuit at the U.S. Supreme Court on January 14th, um, a little over a year ago. Um, we've got another lawsuit coming up, uh, Job Creators Network, uh, coming up this month. And this is the one against the student loan bailouts. This will save American taxpayers half a trillion dollars and probably more like a trillion dollars when it's all said and done at least. Um, uh, because I don't believe and we don't believe that it's right or fair that uh, some some people should get uh, their, their responsibilities taken away from them um, by the federal government, by our tax dollars. Um, you know, just to, a lot of us didn't go to college, didn't didn't feel we had enough money to go to college like myself, or just didn't want to go. And uh, you know what? Uh, it, how's it fair that we, the working class, working families, have to pay for the educations of the, the you know highly educated? 
uh, not right. So we're, we're fighting that. And that's, that's going to the Supreme Court at the end of the month. So that's a big deal. So that's, these are all the things we're doing at Job Creators Network to fight for freedom, the free enterprise, and represent the, the uh, you know, uh, small business and, and, and business across America. So that's what we do there. I'm going to get very engaged. I've, I'm, I've, I've got a leadership uh, position on the board now um, that I've, I was asked to take on and I'm taking on. And so that's going to be a lot of fun to be part of that and, and engaged again. I was one of the founders of that organization about 12 years ago with Bernie Marcus and a handful of others. And uh, it's, it's exciting to be part of that. And then in business, uh, my, you know, my third, you know, third thing that I want to focus on always is, you know, business growth and entrepreneurial growth. What are we doing to, to grow our, our businesses, to serve our customers better than anybody else in the world? So my, my goal in all of our businesses, I, 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 my leader's goals are the same. Every CEO we have, every business leader we have, the goal is really number one to, 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 to really build a world-class business that serves our customers better than anybody else in the world. It's as simple as that, right? So what we do in our businesses, I, I expect all my all our leaders to look at uh, look at the best of the best in the world and in, in the industries we're in, kind of visualize what that what that company looks like, that that organization looks like, that's looked upon as the, being the best of the best in the world of what we do, whether it's paving, roofing, doors and docks, um, technology, whatever we're doing, right? I want to know that that our our leaders and our teams are 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 really focused on how to be as good as the best in the world, and then how to how to how to kick their butts in the long run, right? How to how to beat the best in the world to be world class, and we've done that in, in four different businesses so far. And we want to do that in every single business that we're part of. Um, we have thirteen companies in the Rayvine Group, and we want to make sure we do that in every business we're part of. So as part of that part of that drive, you know, the paving business, commercial paving business, and commercial pavement maintenance of concrete and asphalt. I mean, some people look at this; it's kind of a boring world, right? Chris, you know, concrete paving, asphalt paving, uh, come on, what's, what, what can be so special about those things, right? Well, if you're going to be world-class, you better look at those things as special and you better strive to be the best at, at that. And, and to do that, you want to differentiate with some cool stuff, cool products and services and technology that separates yourself from the competition. We call that, you know, blue ocean strategy, you know, blue ocean strategy. Uh, it, it's all about taking that business that some look at as maybe boring um, maybe basic, boring, mom and pop. And what's, what's, what do we, what is it going to take to, 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 to build that business in a business where there's very little competition that can compete with you very well. Um, the blue ocean strategy is all about differentiation and differentiating ourselves from everybody in the world in that industry. And man, we've done it in, in Rayvine paving, our paving companies, we have, we have five paving companies that, that do paving work across the country. One is Rayvine paving America, which is our national brand. We have Rayvine, Rayvine Paving Chicagoland Company that, that was the original company we started over 40 years ago. We've got uh, Rayvine of Texas, um, Rayvine Paving of Texas, Rayvine Paving Mid-Atlantic, and then we got Rayvine America Maintenance, which is RAM, which is a, it's a national brand for pavement maintenance. And these five companies are kicking butt, doing great things. Every single leader we have in those businesses, um, you know, really is focused on really being the best in the world at what we do. And we're getting there. And we, we really are uh, one of the best in the world at what we do when it comes to paving concrete, paving asphalt, and doing all the things it takes to do that. Um, within those businesses, um, we've, we've figured out some differentiating services and products that, uh, that we know and there's, there's nobody else in the world that does what we do in many of those businesses. And every one of those businesses actually has a differentiator, whether it's tied to the other, one of the other companies or their own, that really separates them from the world in our industry. 
So my goal in the next seven years, my moonshot, when I talk about goals, I, when I, when I have a, a really specific goal in place, my goal, my goal becomes a moonshot. So a moonshot means I'm going to picture out, you know, a certain amount of time. In this case, it's seven years out. And, and it's, it's, a, it, it's taking a business to a place that no other company has been before. So much like J, uh, John F. Kennedy's moonshot in the 60s, uh, putting a man on the moon, okay, that's, that was pretty intense. Not many people believed in that, okay? A lot of people aren't going to believe in my moonshot. So what I have to do is I have to visualize it every day, and I do. And then, and then I have to, you know, talk about it every day to my leaders, to my customers, to my friends. So that vision becomes clearer and clearer every single day. So uh, my moonshot is, uh, is to be the first billion dollar brand in a commercial, commercial paving industry. So we have, it's a big, big industry of tens of thousands of players that do, we do paving and maintaining, you know, commercial parking lots. Um, but uh, we're one of the biggest brands in the country today, um, but nobody is close to being a billion-dollar brand. And to be a billion-dollar brand in my industry, you basically need to be a, a, a size to be able to do over a billion dollars per year in revenue, um, which with the profits um, that you expect in this industry, you'll be, your value will be a billion-dollar value. It's just, I can go deep into the valuation and how that comes about and everything else. But basically, if I do... 50 million in sales and, and, and commercial paving in any one of, my, one of my businesses, that business will be worth that or a little more in value. So a billion dollars in revenues will be a billion dollar brand. Um, and that's my goal. And I want to do that within seven years. So I can go into that a little deeper. You guys can ask me questions about that. But basically, I have to partner. My goal is to partner with um, between 20 and 30 paving companies across the country to buy buy the majority of those companies and take those, those, those leaders and owners that are in place today and those mom, they'll be mom and pop businesses from $5 million in revenues to probably $15 million in revenues. And those people that are usually owner, general managers at that point. And my goal is to mentor and help those general managers and leaders take their business from when we buy the, when we buy the majority of their company from a certain value to eight to 10 times multiple of that value by the time uh, that, you know, five or six years comes around. And so we're confident we can do that today with the, with the tools and the innovation that we can bring to the table in every single market that we partner with a small business and, and they become a Rayvon Group company. So that's kind of my goal. Within, within the next seven years, we're, we're going to be starting out here in the coming months. We're going to be um, uh, looking for businesses in Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida, um, probably Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia. There's a few markets we're going to be looking at first, but we're going to have four or five markets identified ahead of time. And then we're going to be basically knocking on doors, just like we do when, we, you know, when, when I did originally knocked on doors to do residential driveways originally. Um, it became a, a company where we knocked on doors to pave commercial parking lots. Today, we knock on doors to the biggest commercial parking lot owners in the world. And they, they, if we're blessed like we are, they become our customers. Um, and we do that by offering differentiating services that nobody else in the world had. And it gets us in the door, keeps us in the door once we serve them and show them we can serve them at the highest level with a world-class brand and a world-class product. So now the goal is going to be getting in front of these small business owners and you know, knocking on the doors of these small business owners, these paving companies, and, and basically you know, helping them vision what they could be with our help. Um, with our mentorship and our help, taking them from a five to 
let's say five to ten million dollar company, maybe as high as fifteen million dollar company, to a thirty to sixty million dollar company in the marketplace within a reasonable amount of time, within you know five five years or so. So that's the goal. That's where we're at. And in doing that, as we do that one after another, um, we'll get there. We'll hit that goal. Twenty to thirty. 20 to 30 companies that we're going to partner with. And uh, well, it'll be a kind of a, a partnership acquisition where we're going to buy the majority of their company. Um, and we want to keep the leaders, you know, the leaders in place. We want to identify people that have great core values that can live within our core values, the Rayvine group. And then, um, you know, really do a great job with mentoring them to be much larger. So we're going to take them from being ditch diggers. Hopefully they're not offended because I, I, I'm, I'm a ditch digger myself. Right. Take them from ditch diggers, a small mom and pop type of business, to CEOs of you know larger, larger, high quality, world class companies. So that's where we're going. So the the, the uh, ditch digger uh, road to a billion dollar brand is is on its way, and we're going to be after that in the near future. And just to catch up, I'm also I, I should have mentioned this. I'm in Mexico still for a few more days. I'm in Monterey, Mexico. Um, I will continue to invest in startups that I think could change the world or impact the world in a big way. I'm invested in a, in a startup down here called Neurocytonics, and 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 I'm I'm, in a, I'm a guinea pig within this company right now. I'm, I'm getting uh, uh, this neuro, this Neurocytonics uh, treatment um, for for 28 days. Um, I've got a few days left here, and basically what I'm doing they're doing is regenerating brain cells, knees, my cells in my cartilage, my knees, and also my spine. A few different areas where I've got some challenges, scar tissue on the brain from some concussions. From sports and, and otherwise, um, and I've got uh, knee injury, so I got some knee stuff going on. That's getting my knee's getting way better, man. My knee is 100% better than when I was. My God, here, um, the brain, the memory, and all that—you don't really, you know, realize quite as fast. Although we're going to take cognitive tests at the end to see if we gained anything. I guess you might. My girlfriend Julie is here with me. She's uh, just a little younger than me, a year and a half younger than me or so. So she's she doesn't have a lot of problems, but she's basically uh, here for a tune-up of the brain. So it's really interesting, and I could talk further about that another time. But um, and I can you know, I can share with how how this goes later on. But it's really it's a great great uh, business, neurocytonics um, that I invested in three years ago when I saw what amazing results my son got from this treatment, and my assistant Debbie and uh, and others got some, some amazing results after going through this treatment of of cell regeneration. So pretty cool. Well, let's go back to the business side of things. And again, I should do some quick catch up like that every time, but. Um, on the business side of things, I'm excited to, to go forward to, to start uh, building the billion-dollar brand that we expect within seven years. Awesome. That, that's all super exciting, Gary. I love the idea of becoming the, the first billion-dollar brand in the commercial paving space. And if anyone can do it, it's it's you, my friend. I mean, as, as soon as you said, like, I'm just visualizing it and talking to people about it, like, I could just, I could see it in my own head. It's like you accepted me with that idea. So. Hey, I I love that uh, philosophy of manifestation that you're working with right now. Well, thank Chris. Great, thank you, Chris. Yeah, well, you know, think about it. There's uh, there's like um, over fifty thousand companies in America that do commercial paving maintenance and you know, re, you know, pave and repave parking lots and and stuff, right? So you think about that. There's a there's a lot of companies out there, and and we're we we it looks like we're the the second biggest in the country right now um one one company that's been rolling up other companies a private equity has been rolling up uh paving companies a little bigger than us um we've done ours organically which is not common never happened in the in this country before did ours all organically right um now we're going to do that and do it with uh, organic growth but it's going to be with 
organic growth, organic, organic growth, not with just our five businesses, but with these businesses that we we bolt on, basically, right? That's awesome. So, what what's going to be the the strategy for um, identifying, connecting with, and then uh, deciding whether or not that they would make sense to pull under the Raybine umbrella? Yeah. So what we'll have to do, Chris, is we're going to have to, we're going to identify the companies that are similar in size to what we're looking for, right? That, again, that five to $15 million um, revenues um, range. And then we're going to meet with them, right? We're going to meet with them and understand you know, who they are. Um, we, we, we really worry about uh, and, and focus a lot on core values. We want, we want companies that are aligned with, with values and that's not easy always. Um, you know, I know when I was that size, when I was a five or $10 million company, my core values weren't our, our core values, in our business weren't what they are today. You know, we didn't have the consistency. We didn't drive core values like we do today. I think that's really important. So not that they're going to have the same core values because that's not going to happen usually, but, um, you know, just very similar ethics values, um, very similar high quality, um, expectations. Um, you know, they, they may or may not be innovative and that's okay. We can help there. They may or may not have the warranties that we have, and we can we can help there, right? Um, but and they're probably not going to have the equipment demands. We demand the very best, uh, highest production, highest quality equipment. They're they're not going to have that, right? But that's okay. Those are things we can help them with, right? But they got to have the 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 the, the they have to have that passion to serve their customers. They have to have the um, you know the the the, the um, the, the 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 safety first mentality, or we have to we have to teach them that, um, and we want them to you know have that the, the continuous improvement type mentality, right? So these are the things we're going to focus on as we look at these companies. You know, core values are big. Their their history of of performance has to be important is is very important. We have to look at their last three or four years revenues and their and their um, the performance, right? Who are their customers? You know, and all that kind of stuff. Are their customers recurring customers? Or are they replacing them every year, right? Because if you're you're a business and you're just bidding, 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 and your customers are all, all new every year, not a lot of value there, right? I mean, you got to have a, you got to have businesses where actually their customers are coming back, right? And they're and they're that customers are kind of in love with their brand. That would be our goal, right? Those are the type of businesses we're looking for. Awesome. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I mean, obviously, there, there's a ton of value. Uh, to be gained by, by working with, you know, one of the top two leaders in the industry, like someone who, who built this from the ground up. But, you know, what, what is your kind of pitch to them? What, 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 what do you have to kind of enlighten them to where they're like, oh my gosh, this makes like so much sense. Like, I, I can't believe you would even consider it. Yeah. So just think about a company that's uh let's just use a, uh, let's use a $8 million company, for example. In our business, they're probably, you know, the, the we call it EBITDA, kind of net profits, or the, the what you trade on is the is the value of the business is a direct correlation with what we call EBITDA. It's basically the net profits. Uh, it, it's earnings before interest, taxes, um, depreciation, amortization, right, and all these things. And and basically, it's kind of net profit plus the things that you 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 normally pay for, right? Insurance, or, I mean, not insurance, excuse me. Um, interest, taxes, all the things you got to pay. Add it all up, it's, it's a thing called EBITDA, all right? And, and there's usually a multiple, the industry usually pays a multiple of EBITDA depending on the size of the company. So let's say these small companies I'm talking about, they might they might uh, have 
you know, $800,000 on, on an $8 million business of EBITDA. And the multiplier of that might be three times. Let's just say three times. So $2.4 million, right? So what we would show them is if we can buy 80% of your company, let's say at that, right? So basically $2 million, right? Buy 80% of your company. Um, and you keep that, that uh, you know, half a million, whatever, of, of value, for 400000 half a million of value. Our goal would be to grow that business from $8 million in revenue to 30 to $50 million in five years. Let's just use $40 million as an example. If we can get to $40 million in five years, okay? Well, that EBITDA goes up to at least $4 million, and we would hope we, we would do a little better than that, so closer, closer to $5 million of EBITDA. The multiplier now at that higher EBITDA isn't three times multiple. It's probably more like five or six times multiple, okay? So now you're talking, you know, let's, let's, just use, let's use six because it's probably more likely, right? Now you're at $5 million at six times. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a $30 million valuation now that you might own 20% of still, right? So you have $6 million now of value, okay? You sold 80% of the business for $2 million. The business was $2.4, $2.5 million. And now five years later, you've got, you got a business that that's um you know you got you got okay so again the, the business would be let's say five times so 30 million dollars and now you're 20 percent of that right you're 20 percent of that 36 million so that's what i would i would sell them on that right the ability to grow their 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 enterprise value you call that ev enterprise value to to be worth a heck of a lot more and, and with the support of a company that's going to bring them relationships in their marketplace innovation like nobody else in the world can. Um, and it's going to make them, it's going to take them from being a, 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 you know, business manager, you know, supervisor, business manager, general manager to a CEO, which I'd say is kind of a ditch digger to a CEO, right? What we talk about on this, on this show, right? It, it, we're, we want to create CEOs in every marketplace that can run a 40 to $80 million company, right? From the small business owner that they are today. And so that's our goal, right? So that's a, I think that's a pretty uh, enticing goal. It's a, it's a, it's a moonshot vision that they each have to have on, you know, with us uh, for their own marketplace. But boy, if you can do that time and time again, what a, what a fun, what a fun ride that's going to be for us to be able to see that growth. Right. And to see these, these business, you know, business owners become CEOs and, and, and savvy business people running, not one of many companies in their marketplace, but the best company in their marketplace. Right. That would be our goal. That's that's awesome, Gary, and I and I can, you know, see it clear as day. Um, what what inspired this idea? Like, you know, you've always talked about growth and, and differentiation, and you know, you've always strived to be the leader in the industry. How, how did you come up with this plan that okay, we're gonna, you know, focus on rolling up uh, smaller companies and, and helping them to, you know, speed up their growth. Yeah, so I've always had I've always had a you know kind of a foggy vision of of building a national brand, um, and we've done that. We built a national brand, but not one where we're where we, we can self perform in every single marketplace in the country, and and not one that that um, you know really really is the brand known by by any uh, you know I, I want to be known by basically anybody who owns a, a building somewhere, right? They they would know that hey if we're gonna get our parking lot paved or maintained there's only there's one name that we we know the, that that's the biggest name in the country 
right now there's there's a lot of customers in the country that that know our name first as the as the best brand, but these are customers that own you know millions of square feet of buildings. My goal would be for that person that owns a ten thousand or twenty thousand square foot building to to see our brand as the best brand in the country that we ha they have to get a price from us if they're going to get a price at all, right? That's kind of my goal, and I think that we'll get to that as we get to a billion dollar brand. We'll be that we'll be the name in every single major market that people know as, you know, the company to call on if they need anything done in their concrete or asphalt parking lot. And so, uh, so yeah, it's been a foggy vision kind of for a long time as, I, as we've grown our businesses. Um, but I got to tell you, it's clear as day today to, to me because um, we've got some differentiators in the industry that nobody else in the world has. We're so far beyond where we were five or 10 years ago with some of the technology we have that it's just, it, it, the vision is super clear today and we can add great, great value to every little business that we that we you know that we meet with, or every little business we decide to partner with, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Because I know when I was a again when I was a let's say a eight million dollar company, um, this is something that would entice me for sure to join a bigger team, um, you know, and and uh, and have have that type of support from a national brand with the best technology and 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 uh, artificial intelligence in the industry, best technology and in, in paving concrete, paving asphalt, and the best training in the country. So this is what we need to bring to every single every single uh, mom and pop that we that, that we end up partnering with, right? Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we'll uh, be very excited to follow your journey and, and cheer you on all the way. This is, this is really exciting. Yeah, we may do that. We we may do a special type of like a YouTube channel or something, Chris. We'll figure that out where we follow the follow the whole trail, right? As we do this. And then and anybody can anybody with the decent sized business could say, Man, I want to roll up my business. What's Raybine doing? How are they doing that? Right. And uh, you know, it starts again with with the the passion to serve your customer better than anybody else in the world. And it and it really doesn't happen unless you're actually able to differentiate to deliver products and services like like better than anybody else in the world, right? Once you can do that, and the customer feels the difference between you and, and somebody else, um, they don't want to go anywhere else, right? If, as long as they have definitely certain products and services they can rely on are better than anybody else in the, in the world and they're competitive, why go anywhere else, right? Yeah, a amen. Um, yeah, and the, there there's some opportunities for some really cool things here as well to uh, in, incorporate this into the podcast, perhaps you know, your, your mentoring sessions turn into uh, podcast episodes or, or YouTube videos, or we have some sort of competition with like 10 uh, paving companies or, you know, we, we've been yeah. testing those ideas for a while. Now it'll be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited to get going on it because it's going to be a lot of fun and, and uh, it's, uh, it's going to transform our, our, our business and the industry really. To be, you know, there'll be other there'll be other companies following, and there's a couple of companies out there. Like I said, the one that's probably higher in revenues than us have bought seven or eight companies in the last few years. Um, they're not really bringing a lot of differentiation, in my opinion, to the table. As they're buying companies, they're just they're just kind of adding on, you know, adding on revenues, adding on EBITDA, right? Um, not really delivering more value to the customer, in my opinion. I mean, all the companies are good; they're good people, good companies, but um, but they're not really they're just buying companies to buy. We're going to buy them because we're going to we're going to buy them, and then we're going to teach them to grow them uh, to be the best of the best in their in their in their marketplaces. So 
um, a little different than, than just rolling up. I mean, private equities groups will come in and I could partner with a private equities group tomorrow and they would, they would uh, make us the platform company and just roll up companies, right? Um, but there's no way they would understand the value we could deliver. I mean, they would eventually. And they don't care. They almost don't care about the value we can deliver market by market. They just want to roll up revenues and then sell that off in a, in a, in a short period of time, you know, flip that, our business and make, you know, make more on the, on the sale. In my opinion, I want to, I want to grow this to be, to create amazing value in the future. And again, I'm not, my plan is to sell. Uh, once I get to a billion dollar valuation, my plan is to, to grow to a billion dollar valuation to create as much enterprise value as possible um, to where we're the most valuable company in the industry, but, but selling, um, you know, may or may not be in the cards, but, you know, every, every, there's something else I think that, that, that I'd like to think about. And I've, and I've been thinking this way for, for some time now, every business, whether you're, you're going to sell it or not going to sell it, you should be measuring enterprise value on a quarterly annual basis. So I call it, we call it EV enterprise value. All my leaders in every company understand how important it is to grow enterprise value. That doesn't mean necessarily you got to grow the top line or the bottom line. It's enterprise value. And every industry has different ways that they come up with what the enterprise value is. Most industries that I'm in have a multiple of that EBITDA we talked about earlier, right? Um, many, many industries, uh, if they're technology, which we have a, a couple technology businesses, um, you know, go by a multiple of the revenues, actually, Okay. So think about that. I mean, you, profits don't mean that as much in, in some of these technology companies. Um, it's a value, it's a multiple of the revenues, okay? So EBITDA, again, EBITDA, so anybody knows, it's earnings for E, it's before for B, interest is I, taxes is T, depreciation is D, okay? D for depreciation, and A is for amortization, okay? So E-B-I-T-D-A is EBITDA, okay? Um, and EBITDA is, is the number to use most likely in small businesses and, and businesses in construction and services and manufacturing and things like that, okay? These are businesses that probably make 5 to 20, 25% net profit, and they, and they go by kind of what, that, what the profits are in a multiplier of the profits. So every business owner should know what their business would trade for if it's sold. All right, every business leader should know as well, because if you're not growing the enterprise value, what are you doing? Right, if you're not growing the enterprise value and grow, and in, in, in my business, it's growing that EBITDA. Okay, um, but but EBITDA also relies on there's a couple factors. It relies on the quality of your customers. I mean, the, the value that that EBITDA multiplier goes up if your quality of your customers are, are are great. It goes up if you're not. Concentrate on like one or two customers. If you have thousands of customers, right, it goes up if they're if they're re, if they're, if they're recurring revenues, right? They're coming back every year. Okay, they can't get enough of you. They're coming back every year, right? That's a great value. Um, so again, there's there's many things going to, but EBITDA usually, um, if you your industry industry has different values depending on the amount of EBITDA. If it's less than a million dollars, it might be you know a couple two three times multiple if it gets to five million it might be you know six or seven times multiple of EBITDA if it gets to over 10 million of EBITDA 10 million of EBITDA it probably gets to eight or ten times multiple of that EBITDA in a value and so leaders in a business know that hey if I grow that EBITDA with great customers my value goes up if I grow that that EBITDA with lousy customers well it might not go up that much right um, people look at buying businesses that have great customers 
recurring revenues, right? And all these things. So my, my leaders know that enterprise value is what they, they focus on on an annual basis, quarterly basis. And as they're growing enterprise value, they're growing value in themselves because most of my, my, my C, our CEOs and presidents and our partners too, they have some stock and they have stock in our businesses. So um, that's, that's the goal, in my opinion, to grow business, to quality businesses, understand the enterprise value on, on, a, on a quarterly annual basis. And, and and make sure your team, your whole team understands why it's so important that you grow that enterprise value. Um, and it's not to sell it. It's just, it's, if you're growing enterprise value, it's because you have great customers, right? You have great recurring revenues and you have a great business you're building. So again, enterprise value is a critical thing. Too many people just look at, are we making, are we making more money? Are we, are many, many businesses like I was when I was younger just said, am I doing more revenues? Am I doing more revenues? Well, more revenues can actually be, be more of a risk, right? If you've got more revenues in an industry where people aren't paying you very fast and you have risk attached to those revenues, you might be creating negative value, right? So again, enterprise value is something we'll be focused on in every business that we own and operate from here on. Whether we're ever going to sell them or not, enterprise value is the, uh, the thing we want our leaders to measure. And that, and that, that, that takes a a business manager very often to a, to a CEO caliber person when they're, when they understand their, their market um, really well, and they understand the enterprise value and how to grow it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's uh, I, I love your philosophy on, uh, you know, knowing your enterprise value at, at least once a quarter. That's, that's beneficial to everyone, even if they're not planning to sell their business. That's incredible insights. Um, and, yeah, and, one, and, one, and, one, and one more thing, I'll touch on that too. One more thing, Chris. It's also the business leader. Okay, if you're selling a business or somebody's looking at the value of their business, and they are the the the, the, the one person that the business lives and lives or dies off of. Okay, then that business again has almost has almost no value, right? So every business that's built should have a number two that's as strong as that number one, so that if that person decides to leave the number one, or they they get hit by a bus, hit by bus theory, right? Hit by a bus. The business isn't worth much if all the relationships rely on that one person, if, if all the product production and, and let's say um, uh, operations and operations, the execution and, and the excellence relies on that one person, that's not a good thing, right? So I just want to throw that one more thing in there that, you know, you build a business of, of a great team that continues to, can continue to grow because you have your, 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 your grooming and leading leaders to lead more, right? And that number two person, number three person in that in that chain, depending on the size of the company, should look just as strong as the number one. Okay. Like a, then, then you're building value. Like a Tim Cook theory, like after Steve Jobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Um, awesome, Gary. Well, we're we're all super excited to continue hearing about this journey and uh, hear more about some amazing companies that you're rolling up into the fold and, and helping to grow uh you know super quick um so i do want to touch on uh the the seed companies the investments that you're making you know you're you're currently involved in one directly um do you want to tell us a little bit about that um which one i mean i, I the one i'm involved in i have probably 15 different seed seed uh, investments i've made over the course of the last six or seven years um, and the one out down here is really fun because if we get FDA approval or when we get FDA approval, it's going to go from a few hundred million dollar valuation, enterprise value, 
to billions. Um, and, and it's, and the best part about it is, you know, the value is going to be incredible. That's all great. Right. But even better is the impact it's going to make to the world. Um, health impact it's going to make the world is going to be incredible. We've got a, a little boy down here with cerebral palsy that's going through the treatments and um, he's, his mom and dad, I talked to him today, thought they said for sure he's, he's getting great benefit from it. He's standing stronger. He's walking a little better. He's moving an arm that he wasn't moving before very much at all. Um, moving, you know, uh, so, so again, that's exciting, right? And on the side, I'll continue to invest in, you know, do seed investments and in, in other businesses that I think will make an impact in the world. Um, so that's, that's a lot of fun. This is one of, this is one of uh, a bunch of seed investments I have. I got another, and you call Seed investments that become uh, that become um, multi-billion dollar values, you know, they call unicorns, right? Business that you start that that starts from nothing and becomes a billion dollar business, whether it's a, you know, in five years, 10 years or 40 some years like mine's going to be, right? Um, that's a unicorn because there's, it's, it's uh, one in thousands, right? And, uh, you know, not not usually not not very often found. So I actually have, of the, of, let's say the 15 I have, I have two unicorns right now that I'm investing in. And one is solving issues in, in uh, financial, the financial world. And uh, it's called Halo. Halo is a, and, and, and Bijou is on our show early on. Um, probably in the top first 10, 15 episodes, we had my friend Bijou on, who was the founder of Redbox. And then uh, I actually put him together with another buddy of mine. Um, they, they didn't know each other and I, and I knew they both wanted to do something in business and put them together and told them that they'll be great friends and maybe they'll do something together. Well, they did something together and Halo, when I had them on, we had them on back in the day, Chris, I think a couple of years ago, three years ago, the valuation was a few hundred million. Um, now it's, I think it's, it's well over a billion dollar valuation and growing fast. Um, even in a bad stock market and everything else is still growing because it's solving problems and even in tough economies, solving problems, in the financial world. So anyway, uh, that's a structured notes business, if you remember that. Um, but otherwise, I've got some really cool businesses, you know, that, that I've got uh, some vets that that started a, a, a business uh, um, called, um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of, uh, of their business model. It's actually a power bar company. So they're, they're um, breakfast bars kind of. Um, so we'll get him on the show eventually, Alex. But he's got a business that's growing fast to compete with like the RX bars of the world and all that. Um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk about that another time. But so I've got a bunch of different things like that that I've always got going on, and I, I spend very little time on those as much as I spend on um, my exist my my current businesses that my team's running, and then um, you know the, the some philanthropic stuff that we're doing the Raven Group Foundation. And then, you know, fighting for freedom and free enterprise, which I, is really a philanthropic thing. And then, and then, of course, you better spend plenty of time on faith and family because if you don't have that. None of these things ever ma really matter, right? Oh. So, Joey, what do you got for us, Joey? Any questions from you? Nah, well, yes, I do, actually. Um, everything was amazing. Uh, what I picked up on is most important to you is faith and family and freedom um, and the that you that you and the job creator network are working on uh suing the biden administration for trying to put us more in trillions in debt on trying to pay off student loans and like you said it isn't fair for people that didn't have the shot or the opportunity to go to college to be paying for uh somebody else's schooling 
Um, or all those are all those people, Joey, that work their butts off, right? Uh, putting themselves through college and, yeah. and still do today that take responsibility and they're accountable for it, right? Uh, those that pay, paid their own way all, all these years. How's it fair to them, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, I find it, you know, uh, very motivational for me that you didn't go to college and you built an empire for yourself and how you're, how you're wanting to teach other people, you know? So it's, it's always good to have uh, people like you show younger people like me uh, motivation that you anything's possible if you put your mind to it. Uh, another one is uh, your moonshot that you want to bring your uh, paving business into a billion dollar brand um, in the next seven years. And your goal is to partnership with mom and pop businesses, um, 30, 20 to 30 uh, paving businesses across uh, Tampa, Nashville, and Atlanta, Georgia. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, those are the first targets, Joey, right? Of, of the 20 to 30, those would be the first few, right? Yes. Yep. And then uh, that you really focus on uh, giving out good products to customers and differentiating yourself from other uh, businesses. Um, not, and not, and not just good, not just good, Joey. If, if we're just good, we're like, we're, you know, everyone's striving to be good, right? We want to be yep. world-class. And if we can be world-class, we deserve, we deserve to grow to be the biggest in the, in the world of what we do and the, and the best. But if we're, and if we're not, if we're not focused on being world-class, we don't deserve their business. We don't deserve to be, you know, that billion dollar brand we're, we're, we're moving to be right. We've got to work hard to be constantly say, how are, are we the best in the world, world of what we do? And if we're not, we better, you know, we better figure it out. We better figure out the differentiators that can, that can keep us there. We know today we're there, but man, that doesn't mean you're going to stay there. Does it? You got to keep working your butt off because, you know, competition watches what you do and they catch on and, and, and God bless them. They'll, they'll catch you if you don't keep running. And then what builds a good business is um, great team players. So like you said, if you have one person who's the top uh, person, you have to have another person that is behind them that is falling right behind the tracks of, because if the first person gets hit by a bus, they need to be able to take on the hat and lead others. So if, and you said core values plays a big role in that. So uh, that's something else I picked up as well. Cool. You got it, buddy. Yeah, you, you picked up a lot of it. Well, I appreciate it, Joey. Remember these things and, and you know, build your own build your own brand, your own your own life by these, right? Cool. Chris, you got anything else, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, that's great, Gary. You uh you dropped some knowledge on us right there, man. Got got me freaking fired up. You said uh, every business owner needs to know their enterprise value. Uh, and check on it at least once a quarter. Um, that's that's something I'm definitely going to start doing in my own business. Um, like Joey said, don't make the business revolve around one person. Uh, you're uh, a great business revolves around a team, not just one visionary. Uh, every, every great business's goal should be to build a world world class business that serves customers better than anyone else. Uh, when when buying companies to roll up into your business, focus on their core values to ensure they'll they'll be a good fit in your company's uh, culture. Uh, the passion to serve your customer better than anyone else in the world will be one of your biggest differentiators. 
And if you don't have faith, family, and freedom, you don't have anything. Exactly. Yeah. So awesome, Gary. This I, was great, man. Thanks that. for sharing with us. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> we can go into, you know, we, we'll go into some of these fights we've got going on with you know, JCN and other time. It's a lot of fun to, to be, to be able to have an organization that can actually fight at that level. Right. To, to be able to, you know, challenge Biden and his crazy administration that's doing stupid things to set our country back in my opinion. Right. These are my opinions. Right. Um, you know, we, we won't have the ability to build things and, and innovate, do all the cool things we do in America. If, if we allow, um, you know, a big, big you know, monster government to suck up all opportunity. And that's what happens if, if you allow government to be too big. And that's what's happening right now. So um, that's something I talk about. And then, you know, build, building great family and, and you know, leaders and family and faith is something that, that, that I want to focus on a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. Thanks, thanks for having, having this, uh, for slowing me down and saying, hey, we need to do one on what's going on in your life. I appreciate that that anybody cares, um, but uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun in the next seven years for sure. Yep, can't can't wait to watch the watch this show, man. It's gonna be exciting. Yeah, thanks, buddy. You'll be you'll be uh, recording it all. So thanks. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks for being here today, and uh, uh, you know this is a different episode of Ditch Digger CEO. But thanks for uh, thanks for having it, and thanks for listening. So until next time, see ya. If you enjoy this show, please share it with anyone else you think will find value here. And please go to our website, ditchdiggerceo.com for show notes, links, video clips, and more nuggets of entrepreneurial wisdom. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Ditch Digger CEO. paper routes, mowing lawns, Yeah.